This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a girl who just wants to bang a non-woke dad and a lot of spring break advice and stories. Check it out. Also, March 29th, I'm coming to Belmore, Long Island, the Brokerage Comedy Club. Come on out, 8 o'clock. All the information is in the link in SoundCloud, also on my Twitter. Come on out, March 29th, Belmore at the Brokerage. Enjoy today's show. J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City, Upper West Side, San York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I'm going to say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. And thank you for feathering this podcast host nuts every single episode. It means so much that you enjoy listening. Keep sending me your uh, Snapchats. I'm JTrain56 on Snapchat. I'm at Jared Freed on Instagram. You can send me anything you'd like, but it really, it really sizzles my steak every time you guys send me a nice note about the podcast or you know, where you're listening, how you're listening. And if you're and a lot of times it's you guys are going on spring break. It's spring break season right now. So you guys are in a car with like four of the dudes or four of the chicks or a group of you. Get everyone subscribed. Hit that subscribe button. We need you. We want that whole car. I know you guys like giving each other handies on these car rides, but like, you know, throw J Train a handy. Take a break. Yeah. Subscribe. Throw me a th- throw me five fingers. <laughs> You know, give me something to they feel good about. Hands. They got two hands. Yeah, throw another hand uh, <laughs> for Papa JT, uh, and say you know, and keep spreading the word. Uh, I and like this past weekend, I was driving to Chicopee, Mass. Let me do a little couple shout outs here before we get started. Chicopee, Mass. Bunch of you showed up to the shows, and that was very cool. Out in the middle, of, like nowhere. Uh, sort of meet up with you and introduce and have you guys introduce yourself. Uh, very cool. Uh, really awesome to see you guys. And I was listening to some podcasts in the car, so I know some of you are on your commute. And it's like, Papa JT, you know, I'm not looking to text and drive. This is how I stop myself from using the phone. So listen, next stoplight, text one buddy. Text one buddy. And then, and then someone's going to beep behind you. But just look up at them and go, hey, I'm just passing the word of JTrain. Give me a minute here, buddy. Let me just shoot this one out. So I know a lot of you guys are listening in so many different places. Very cool. And thank you for coming to shows. Let me read one feedback, an email I got over my website this week, jtrancomedy.com. Uh, and it's from this girl, Emily. And her boyfriend is Peter. And she says um, she just wanted to say that she really loves listening to the podcast with her boyfriend. 
and I feel like I've helped them as a as a couple. I feel like I feel like if they have kids, you got to name it, got to name it Train, right? You got to name it Train or Papa JT, their last name, right? Like Baby Train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be. And uh, boyfriend is a huge fan. He's literally listened to every one of your podcasts several times. Not only that, he uses your line. All the time, feather my nuts, naturally being his favorite. He tells all his fraternity brothers to listen to you, and I was just wondering if you could... Uh, she wanted me to do a show closer to them. Um, hopefully, I will. I, we're trying. We're working on the show, working on dates in a lot of areas over the country. But, you know, if you want me to come, petition your local club. I'm willing to come out. Um, so, Emily and her boyfriend, uh, Peter, thank you for listening. I really... Totes preach. And on that note... Let's bring our guest on. An OKP. It's always great to have you here. Michael Somerville, thank Yay. you for coming on. Thank you guys so much for having me. Always, uh, always a joy. You're the best. Oh, stop. I, I'm such a fan. And you're your so, best guest today. You're the best guest today yes. for this moment. And I <laughs> no, but you're great on the show and you're great in general. So if you don't already, you're you're a fool if you don't follow <laughs> Michael Somerville on Twitter at Somerville Puns, at Somerville Puns. June 13th. Mark the calendar. He's going to be headlining Caroline's Comedy Club in Times Square, June 13th. He's a fantastic comic, one of the best, and I'm going to be hosting for that show. Thank you so much for agreeing to do that. Of course. I'm, it's already a fun show, and now with you on board, it's going to be crazy. June 13th, come on out. Caroline's on Broadway. You'll see the man himself, Michael Silverville. Where have you been? What's going on? You're all over the world. Man, I, got, I was on the road for two months. Last time I saw you, I was just about to leave. We did Two months. Yeah, we did Hawaii. We did Vegas for the Super Bowl. We did uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles. What was the uh, highlight of the of the two months? Is there well, a place? I mean, I spent Super Bowl week in uh, in Vegas, and that was just a ton of fun. Leading uh, up to the Super Bowl, like every day, all the prop bets, all the silliness, and that's like a degenerate gambler's like homage. It's like just, you, like you're you're going. That's going to the you know the, the pearly. That's Mecca. That's yeah. the Mecca, right? Yeah. yeah, without the praying. Well, yeah. there's a lot of praying towards the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the coolest. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty insane. Do they have a show during the? They don't have a show during the game, no, do they? It's three hours earlier, so the game's oh. over by like seven there or whatever because it starts. It's at 3 p.m. Vegas time. So, yeah, we had a show that night, though, and there was a lot of like. And you work at, and when you're in Vegas, you work at. Brad Garrett's Comedy Club, Brad, MGM Grand. Brad Garrett is the brother from Everyone Loves Raymond. The big brother plays Robert. Hello, Raymond. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he, doesn't he, so I've heard this about the show. He's like the host. He hosts it. Yeah. 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 And he comes out and he, like, is fucking with everybody and brings other comics on. How it, does it work? It's a really cool thing. Like, he's like, it's kind of an evening with Brad and he brings his friends, like us, but he. Yeah. Goes out and he slaughters for 45 straight minutes to open, <laughs> and everyone's done. That's what they came to see. Yeah, and then whoever's next is screwed. Oh, you're just no, like, you can't follow this. And, yeah, yeah, they came to see Brad, they just they're, got to see Brad. They're literally at the club called Brad Named Garrett's comedy club. Yeah, yeah. he's like, and he's like, You guys ready to see some, you know, my next? Act? And everyone's like, No, we're here for you. <laughs> we're done. Leave us, yeah, yeah, say Raymond again, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, at the first couple minutes on stage, is are, are a little bumpy after yeah. he introduces you, but then eventually everyone's like, Well, I guess this guy's not leaving, so yeah, we gotta, we might as well watch him. We'll have too. a couple more drinks and yeah. hang out, yeah. But then it, Brad comes on in between, messes with people, the whole thing, and he gets into the crowd a little bit, right? He's like, It's like a roast, man. He, yeah. he cut his teeth like, uh, he he won Star Search like in 1980, and he cut his teeth doing Vegas, opening for Sammy Davis wow. and Frank Sinatra. And he was the opening comic that no one, you know, came to see, no one cared about. Yeah. And so he's got a real like kind of 80s act. Like it's he goes after people, and he knows how to work a he, room. He goes, he gets him whipped into a frenzy. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god! Like, and then he's the brother. You know, yeah. like. 
that is the career opportunity of it's, all time. Exactly. You only get that sitcom money coming in. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. That's what he always wanted to like give back because a lot of those guys helped him. Yeah. He always wanted to give back to younger comics, and that's why he opened the club. He, that's so cool. He didn't need the headache, but Man. Yeah. yeah, he's there like two weeks a month. It's great. It's oh, great. I mean, it's uh, that's very cool. So listen, June thirteenth, Caroline's Michael Somerville is here off of his. Hawaiian tour. And you're Brad Garrett. And I'm Brad Garrett. I'm Jared Garrett Freed. I love it. I I can't wait. Without the sitcom money. Without the sitcom money. Yeah. I'll I'll be cutting my teeth in the crowd, just yelling at them, and then, you know, with a change bucket outside, hoping that they'll give to the fund. Uh, Listen, you can send in anything. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com uh, Michael Somerville outs- at Somerville Puns let's get into some emails you ready? yeah let's do this uh, you can send in anything you'd like I'm very excited about today's emails spring break advice I, I we might be a little late to this uh, but we're right in the thick of the season I think right? did you ever go on spring break in college? Oh, yeah. where'd Absolutely. you go? Uh, South Padre Island South Padre yeah, Island yeah, that's like one of those places as like a northeast guy you'd hear about it's exactly exactly you know like yeah. like i never experienced it but you're like oh that's the thing i would want to do if it was something that was within my realm of possibilities like for us it was like cancun and you know acapulco you do right those. right yeah but south padre was like oh i don't think i'm uh roadhouse enough right to go. <laughs> it is it's very obviously it's down off of texas it's like a very southern thing so a lot of those southern schools go uh i went to notre dame so yeah. it was we were like and notre dame was kind of an uptight school it wasn't like people think notre it's crazy dame, fun place notre, is notre dame uh i know this it's not the it is more Rudy lighting the candles than Rudy getting the sack. That is exactly right. That's a, that's a great way of you know? putting it, too, actually. From, from what I know of it. That's There's like two exactly, bars, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. It's not. You, you work hard. You study hard. It's a, you know. So we wanted to go someplace that was going to be fun, like yeah. you see on MTV and all this. Like, let's go someplace crazy. And the brochure for South Padre came. You know, they get they sent them to all the colleges. Yeah. And so we were kind of lame. Like, we were just didn't know how to have fun. You're watching the animals at the exactly. zoo. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know that feeling a lot because sometimes you go somewhere you're like, I'm. This isn't my place. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna watch. This I'm gonna see. Not... You know, I'm gonna see what happens here. I'm gonna throw, watch the monkeys throw their shit against the wall. Exactly. You know? like, exactly. And and the thing is, uh, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's funny to see you guys rolling up. For like with your church wear on. Exactly. <laughs> like, should, should, should we cut these jeans to make them shorts? <laughs> and then one of our buddies got like a beard during the day and everyone else just kind of watched him. Like, dude, you're right. It's like the sun is up. I, I will tell I have a story. So we went to Cancun. I, my buddy convinced us. I think I've told this like years ago at this point. I can't believe I'm saying years that this podcast has been around for that long. <laughs> but I went to Cancun and my buddy was like, he, my buddy Thunder Dan was the one that. There's always the guy <laughs> Thunder Dan, Thunder Dan, who puts the trip together, who has to sell you, yeah, because he's got tickets to sell, yeah. yeah. You got to put up a group of like at least so many, oh, right, right, for him to get the free trip, yeah. When we didn't know that <laughs> someone got a free trip, so he's talking it up. He's like, oh, they got a swim up pool bar, and it's gonna be great. He mentioned swim up pool bar so many times. That's uh, that's now the running joke. <laughs> Ten years later, we're nickname. like, yeah, oh, oh my god! Every time we go, is this a swim up pool bar? You know, that's all we talk about. And we get, and he brings us this place, the El Pablito. Can you Google El Pablito right now to see if it comes up? And we get to spring break, and it literally looks like we're like, we're there were two places to stay, not El Pablito and El Pablito. <laughs> 
Yep, and we get to El Poblito, and it literally looks like a carnival ride. It is like multicolored. There's a swim-up pool bar, but it's disgusting. There, and I think it's closed now. I think it's like now a dilapidated version of itself. <laughs> One day we went and we get to the swim-up pool bar. They're they're rinsing out plastic cups. Oh. You know those plastic cups that can get like the hole down the side of it, like they can cut uh, yeah. down the side. They're rinsing them out and then using them again. Using them again. <laughs> and we're drinking beer with like half the beer coming out the side, oh. like it's a Looney Tunes thing. <laughs> and, and then we go to another hotel. They're like, "Yo, MTV's at this other." hotel we should go so we go to the other hotel to check it out at our hotel they're like they're like doing like they're like who they're, we had this huge like uh like arm wrestling tournament for a t-shirt right <laughs> and we're like that was the winner got a t-shirt and we cheered and thunder dan was the one we entered in the <laughs> arm wrestling and he got to the finals against this other dude and uh, lost to him uh, so we didn't even get the fucking t-shirt and then we go to this and M- there's that- elpa bleeds yes Hold on. In its nicer days, I think. That is a artist's rendering <laughs> of it, because that is not what it looks like. Airbrushed and cleaned up. <laughs> Sorry, but I, 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 it is, they had a water slide, and we looked at this place, and we're like, okay, I guess this worked. They're cleaning out the fucking, uh, the, 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 the paper cups, and we're so <laughs> mad. So we're like, we'll go see the other hotel, the MTV hotel. Yeah. We just did an arm wrestling competition for one t-shirt. We go to this shirt, the, this hotel, it's, the music's up, there's people, there's like, how you saw spring break being right, right like millions the of chicks hot chicks <laughs> and there's a guy on the speaker going who wants ten thousand dollars <laughs> and we're looking and the whole time it was so funny because we did every time they and we're like fighting over one t-shirt <laughs> they're giving out 10 grand we all look at thunder down we're like are you fucking kidding me you be kidding me and then we got <laughs> wet t-shirt contest they literally have t-shirt guns they have too many t-shirts <laughs> right right they shoot it's, them out, yeah it's them. the sahara after the bills lost the super bowl they're just giving out t-shirts left and right and like like it was just insanity and then we go back to el poblito and we're like what the fuck are we gonna do here How you like, yeah we are, there's not even girls here no. you know and we and i remember one day we were just like fuck it we got so hammered and our one buddy we thunder dan we challenged him to drink uh six cups of tequila oh don't do this at home people please don't do this but he drank it must have been there were like full cups of tequila. oh and so he would get in a full split and we the van dan and get in a full split and just drink the tequila. Oh. And he he basically missed a whole day of his trip. I would say, don't do this. Do not do this. No. Went down the water slide a couple times, and then we we're like, let's get him to bed. Let's just get wow. out of here. But it was uh, it was quite a time. I mean, if I could redo it, I would. At this age, and I know the, this is just an age thing. I would plan better. Like you know, yeah. and you don't plan anything at that age. No. Like I know someone's right now literally listening to this podcast and it's three in the morning and they're throwing shit into their bag uh-huh. for a, uh, for their spring break trip that they have to be at the airport by 6 a.m. Right. And I've been that guy and I'm, yeah. I'm with you, buddy. Yeah, right. but there are, th- but that's the thing. There are certain things that you're willing to plan. You're setting up a Madden tournament. I know. You're setting up whatever bullshit. This, this, is, this, this. is the thing to do or yeah. have one friend you can trust to plan. Exactly. Because that is what it's spring break is all about. And we had emails last week kind of like hinting at this and like having a plan. But I, I, I got to like, I want to dive a little bit more into it. I mean, I just got back from Aruba. I, on the nice. way to Aruba, this is, a, I'll tell this story. I, uh, <laughs> um, Friday night before Aruba, I'm like, you know, 
I'm out in the I'm out on the scene, so to speak. <laughs> a lady called me up. I'm like, okay, four in the morning. I'm like, I got till five forty five to go out, and yeah. then I have to go to the airport. So I had all my stuff packed. So right. unlike Joe, you know, Joe Slob that's listening right now, that's packing his bag for spring break. <laughs> I was ready, so that gave me the allowance to go out. Four in the morning, we're in the bed, we're hanging out, we're hooking up. All of a sudden, I'm like, I I I look at her, and I'm like. I'm like, make sure I'm up by 4.45, you know, like whatever the time was. Pass out, and then I go, and I would look at the clock, and it's like, my flight was at, my flight was at 7. Right. So I had to leave by 5, and I needed to leave her place at 4.45. So I remember I got there at like 3.30, pat, and I go, make sure I'm up by 4.45. I don't know why I put this in her hands, right. but then... <laughs> I, I wake up and it's and I go and I like freak out. I'm like, what time is it? And yeah. she's like, it's five. And I go, and I li- this is literally what I said. I'm like half drunk. I just go, how could you do this to me? <laughs> oh my God. And, then I, and then I like put all my shit on. I get an Uber. Thank God for Uber. I get in the Uber and we go to my place and then go from my place to the airport. I just made, literally did not break stride from... <laughs> The the Uber through security to I love it the airplane so cool. I'm saying plan so this guy's writing wait 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 when she woke up later she was like did he really say that is <laughs> that a dream yeah. I did send a text you have to send the courtesy text of like hey sorry you know and I sent that text and I also sent a text being like don't worry I made it <laughs> as if she's worried <laughs> if I fucking made it do you roll that shit up and pass the J train. Ooh, wow. okay. Ah. Took, took a shot. Took a shot. Yeah. I'm not gonna hate on that. I'm currently a freshman at a fairly part fairly party oriented SEC school and wanted to get your take on some spring break ideas to make the most of my first spring break with my fraternity brothers. To give you some insight, I'm known to do debaucherous and funny shit during spring break since I've been a freshman in high school. Sophomore year of high school, a couple of buddies and I all bought matching speedos and visors and created fake name tags on Photoshop saying we were all employed by the hotel and we were staying at <laughs> and proceeded to walk up and down the beach tanning with tanning oil and shout out free rubdowns. We came across a couple of bachelorette parties and it was a huge success lol anyway i'd love your wise jewish wisdom on regards to some games pranks ideas that we could all do this spring break to make it a fun controversial and memorable experience love the podcast i've been doing uh been a long time listener and i've told all my brothers about it apply footlong eagle feather to seam of stack Thank you, buddy. Totes British. What do you think? Like he, he doesn't sound like he needs any help, man. It that doesn't sound creative. like. Is he going on spring break in high school? He's going on spring yeah, break. Yeah, there's like, uh, like there's like, I I never knew of this yeah. type of thing when I was in high school. I yeah. guess because I'm in the buttoned up northeast of the country. But I I do know when I went to college, a lot of people did like beach week. Really? That was like a big high school thing. Like after their senior year, I don't know about sophomore year, but I mean like. This guy is a freshman in college. That, that's when I went on for spring break for the first time. Freshman I was year. That's say when I did college. I that's when think, I did the El like Poblito quit trip. Yeah, El Poblito. I don't even think high schools had. I thought you got like Easter break, but not yeah. like a spring break. I don't think it seems strange, but I'll go with him. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, do you I'm have any ideas? It. What do What do you think is a good idea to like amp it up? Amp up your own spring. I good. I like the whole. I do like the dressing up or pretending you work for <laughs> yeah. someone. Or I mean, the, you know, the matching outfits is always a winner. You in Vegas and your tuxedos. Yep, and, it. I mean, it's you can't beat that. You can't beat effort. No, and that's and here's what's gonna happen. I think this guy. If I was really like, you can either you can either go go big or go home is, right. is really my advice. Right. And my advice on that is you can't like you you can't half do it. Because yeah. you're gonna get shit from your buddies. Here's the here's the shit you get as funny guy. And I put up quotes. Yeah. Okay. 
it can not it can miss, and then everyone is like, oh, look at you trying to be funny guy. Right, right. Or it can hit for five seconds. Right. And now you're stuck in this ridiculous costume <laughs> for, the for, the, next for the next day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I always advise funny during the daylight, sexy at night. Well, look at you. Now, right? not, not everyone can pull that off. Well, this is what I'm saying. You want to be, you know, you want to be during the day. You want to be the guy that like, oh, look at this ridiculous soul. The fun guy. Fun guy. But nobody wants to be with fun a chick wise fun guy at night is a little too much. Clown it's like, boy. when does this guy relax? That's my problem. I forget to turn it <laughs> you off. You gotta turn it off. Well, it worked at noon. It's gonna work again at midnight. You want the ability for a girl to go, weren't you fun guy? Right. <laughs> at night. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the way you do this, I would do it. One time I went on a bachelor party and I bought the bachelor, who the guy getting married, yeah. a king's costume with a scepter and a big cape and a crown. And he just walked around going, hear me, hear me, all day long. And that was great. That's like, fantastic. he got into the part. Like, if I saw someone on the beach with a Speedo and oh, the yeah. cape and the crown and the scepter, I'd be like, that guy's doing it. And if he put it away at night, if a girl, if you have a conversation with a girl that day, that night, if you see her again, king guy. King guy, yeah. And then you just say, you do one reference to it, hear me, hear me. And then, and then, and then, and then you say, "Let's do shots." I'm just saying, when you're gonna do this stuff, like what he did, the thing with the tanning oil and the rub downs, like that's fun, right? Especially when you look like you're a sophomore in high school, as he said. I'd be like, "Oh, look at these these fucking babies, twelve year olds trying to rub me." This is fun. I don't want them to fuck me, but you know, okay, like that's what the girls are thinking. Yeah. But if you go with every day of the string break trip, yeah, a new thing. How great would that be if it was like mullet day, uh, king day? Uh, you know, like I wrote down a couple. Uh, now they can't wait to see you. Now, they, now they're wondering what's the next what's day going to be. And one day might swing and miss, like king day. Like they're going to go, oh, come on, fucking relax, funny guy. Right. But then if you come the next day in a mullet without telling everyone, everyone's like, I get, you did it again? Absolutely. You mullet know what I mean? with a trucker hat yeah. and PBR. If you, it's one of those things. It's like the joke that isn't fun, is funny. Then not funny, then gets funny again. Gets funny again. You're exactly right. The rule of 27. That's that's the only way to go with it. Uh, And because I think, like, you have to play it up. Yeah. Don't just be funny guy for the sake of trying to be funny guy. Be funny guy. Own it, yeah. Own it. And then at night... Slick back that hair. Yeah, I like that. Sexy guys out. And now you dress normally at night day? You just normally. Okay. Nighttime is not the right time for this shit. (laughs) It's not. It doesn't it looks like, you know, you gotta choose your spots. Even if you did only like like even if you if you do this costume, really honestly, at spring break time, you wake up at eleven earliest. Mm -hmm. You're off the beach by four latest. That's not that long. Now you're right. You're you know, right. you, as far as like for me as an adult, I gotta go. You know, I got morning on the beach, afternoon. You know, if I went in a speedo with in a thong, bathing suit, it's funny for five minutes, and then people were like, "Dude, this guy's been in a thong all day." Yeah, all, all day. <laughs> He's chafing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, not a good I, look. I, his crack was funny at first. Now <laughs> I, I actually know every inch of his crack. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Michael Somerville. At Somerville Puns. Go follow him. Support him. June 13th, Caroline's. Go. I'm going to be there. So much fun. So good on stage. Love watching Michael Somerville. You guys will too. 
Uh, that was spring break advice. Circumcision. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's get personal. Are you <laughs> circumcised, Mr. Somerville? Yeah, I, let me check. Yes, sir. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it looks great. Doesn't it? It feels good. It's, it feels it's, good. No, you got a good looking penis. Yeah. Thank you for pulling it out. I didn't expect that. I just, you didn't have to check, but I'm, I mean, that's I'm waiting, okay. I'm waiting for you. We had, <laughs> my, I, we all know, you know, you know, Hava Nagila's circumcised, okay? <laughs> I will say this. We had a conversation about circumcised penis on a past episode. Yeah, and right? we got a follow up. Somebody was warning me, a dire warning. So we've had a lot of follow-up to the circumcision yeah. email, so I'm going to read a couple emails. All right. What was the follow-up you got? You got one too, right? Yeah, I was essentially saying, like, you know, if I had a, a son, I don't know if I want them to do it. You know, I was just kind of throwing it out there about circumcision, and somebody yeah. was like, man, Sam, do it. Like, you have to get your kid circumcised because he People had get traumatic experiences. So there was somebody with a... But let, let me just say this about everybody. Human race. <laughs> If you hear us talk about something in generalities and you're like, well, I don't do that. I don't do that guy stops all positive conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, in every case, yeah. when you're like, like, oh, like, you know, well, I am a woman who doesn't do right, that. Right. And it's like, yeah, okay, you're a chick who wants to fuck. But most cases, girls want boyfriends. Right, right. You know, right. Like, I, I so, would never do that to you. Never. <laughs> never. I, I would never. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I, that whole idea. Yeah. But any positive conversation. I'm the ex- yeah. I'm not, not right. all, right. not all person, yeah. you suck. Right. <laughs> you just suck. Right. Because exactly. not all person, what it does is make the all people feel really badly and not get their shit out there. Right. right. So it's like, when you're like, well, I don't have a problem with it. You know, it's like, and it happens on every subject. Oh, it happens all the time everywhere. Everywhere. On TV, to anywhere. And it's usually our problem with comedy when people are like, you're generalizing. Right. How do you make a joke then? Yeah. You know, I can make a joke. Yeah. And it's like I can tell a story and, the, you know, my own story. And then my story is going to try and relate to you in some exactly. way. Exactly. Exactly. How how you going to do it, buddy? Right. right. Well, I am a, you know, like, it's always like a group. Well, I'm a Jew who's not cheap and right. loves Palestine. And it's and like, okay. public school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it proves that. But yeah. Yeah. Like, and it always comes down to some correlation that doesn't even make fucking exactly, sense. Exactly. Exactly. So this guy, right. So let me just say to those people who are not circumcised and are like, I don't have, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what circumcised. <laughs> sure, your dick is fine. <laughs> Sup, Jay? Been listening since 2014, my freshman year. Weird to think how far you've come and how surprising it is that I'm actually about to make it my senior year using your Jewish advice. Enough feathering. I'm a Canadian listener and have, have, have had the same thought every time circumcision comes up on the podcast. You always talk about it as if almost every male in North America was snipped at birth. As an ex-athlete turned local intramural hero, I've seen my fair share of male junk in the post-game showers. It was, it was, if I was forced to use my basic knowledge from an intro statistics credit I got freshman year, I'd say 70% of dicks I've seen aren't circumcised. That's what I'm saying. Really? Right. I, I've said this to my wife, and she's like, no, they're all. No, I'm like, well, I don't this think is so. a Canadian writing in. Oh, right. Okay, so listen, he writes, I know I'm, it's cold in Canada, but these are turtlenecks really making a difference. <laughs> Have you heard of people from different regions not being circumcised? I've never met a girl in the great white north act surprised of my warm head cover. My question is, do you really think it makes a difference to a girl? Have I been living a lie every time a girl goes down happily on my strong medium? Love to hear your opinion. A Canadian listener. I know a lot of Canadians, um, and a lot of them aren't circumcised. 
You you know this? You, I blew, I, why I, do you I know bl- this? I blew half of them. <laughs> so I know that. No. <laughs> why do you have that I worked in a summer camp and we had a okay. large uh, a large portion of the guys that worked at the summer camp were from Nova Scotia. Okay. And that was a very like not circumcised area of Canada. Well, yeah, you want to stay as warm as you can. I right, imagine. keep yeah. as much skin on you as you can do. <laughs> so I, I can understand why he's seeing 70% by his yeah. metrics, uh, his dick tricks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know I don't know any of my friends. I assume they all are, I guess. But I have I, one friend. I feel like most of the world is, so I guess that's my point of view. Well, like, most of a, I think it's most of American males are. Okay. I think that. I think the minute you go to Canada, it's... it's okay. And it, I, I think, like, the, so we have another circumcision email. Jared Mansamp and possible OKP just heard the episode where a listener wrote in explaining that he had trauma from girls' <laughs> negative reactions to his hooded hot dog. That dude may just need some confidence or may need to work out other personal issues. My sweatered schlong has always been gladly received, and same goes for other dudes I know on the same boat. To my uncut compadre, I say this. You got it, dude. Their girl, The girl is naked. They're naked, ready, and willing. You'd be surprised how many chicks see it as a novelty and those that don't warm up to it. After all, once you stick it in, it's all the same. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, he said Thanks, hooded Jane hot Train. dog and sh- sweatered schlong. I think that should become the new... Tr- Can we just come up with as and many then, names for it? I know, right? <laughs> and then he writes, P.S. Mansamp, I'm sure you'll make the right choice for your son's junk. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, here's the thing. It's it's uh, to, I, I agree with the second email. I don't think any girl's running out of the room. Like, if you have a non-circumcised, I don't think there's a real big deal. They may have questions. <laughs> uh, they may, you know, they may be like a little bit like, "Whoa!" And I think it's kind of like I think to me, like, like if I, it's I think it's like boobs for a girl. If like, if I had only been with small boob girls, and then one girl came in with like fucking huge tits, I'd be like, "Let's fucking." And, and then I was surprised by them. Maybe she wore like a poncho. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, whoa, let me get a minute to like take this in, and then I'd be jumping into those but fun what if bags. her nipples had a foreskin? That would be like covering well, I, her nipples that you well, had to pull back. I guess nipples is the right analogy. When I see a girl with huge nips, I'm like, okay, uh-huh. good to see you. Okay. Right? Like, I'm happy. Nice. No matter what, I'm still going to touch those nips. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Let, okay. me th- let me throw some eggs on here, some dinner. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's like... I don't know what that means, I don't no. know. I, I, dinner plates was the reference. Oh, dinner plates. Okay. I don't know. I think it's I think it's like what this guy said was well, a novelty. Like, I think it's like uh, seeing on the menu, like, oh, truffle fries. I'll try those. Okay. Instead of regular fries. But here's the thing, though. It's like for, for guys that aren't circumcised, supposedly it's more sensitive. Like, that's mm. the natural state of how the penis is supposed to be. Mm. We wouldn't really accept if, if at a certain point we're like... You know what? You gotta you gotta trim your nipples back or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like right. yeah, that's but what it's it is. It's so. an efficacy thing, though, isn't it? Like a health thing. Yeah, it's, it's more about cleanliness, about I think. Bacteria Suppose, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was like a medical reason they they do it, right? Back yeah. in the day, sure. But let me let me just say this: circumcised or not circumcised, we're all brothers. <laughs> we're all brothers here on earth and i just think if you're worried about, you shouldn't be worried about it and i'd like to hear some female opinions i'd love to because I, I feel like we've heard enough i've heard female comics talk about it and they weren't fans they weren't fans no. i'd like to have some girls write in Absolutely. who have had and just title your email uh uncircumcised penis or hooded hot dog hooded hot dog <laughs> hooded hot dog and eater anything you want to call it but i want to hear what your experiences yeah. are like and we can discuss it here on the J Train Podcast. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We have a new sponsor. 
And I got to tell you, I'm a very big fan of this sponsor. This is a cool one, and you don't see them, I don't feel like, on a lot of podcasts. No, this is like a new thing. They came to us, right? and uh, I got some of their stuff, and it is very cool, very uh, comfortable. Like It's a clothing company, and they're called Electric Family. Uh, Let me tell you about Electric Family and how you can save 25% off your first order. Listen, do you love EDM festivals and the fashion trends they carry? What if you could wear stylish clothing that also carried a positive message? I got to tell you about Electric Family. It's the number one apparel brand in electronic music. Collaborate with Skrillex, Kygo, Zed, Marshmallow, and many more to create unique apparel. Skrillex, I mean, that's a big deal. That's the name, right? Skrillex is EDM, right? Yeah. And I mean, they Electric Family, they clothe all these. They partner with 55 artists and influencers to raise over 350000 for charities worldwide. Grassroots movement born out of music to act as a vehicle for positive impact. Experimental dye tees, printed long sleeves, hoodies, headwear, bracelets, and more. Unifying philosophy and street culture to create propaganda for peace. Just released their spring collection, A Campaign for Peace. Follow them on social media at electric family that's at electric family and uh you listen join the global community of change makers go to electricfamily.com enter pro my promo code jtrain25 that's jtrain25 that's jtrain25 at checkout to save 25% off your first order so it makes sense jtrain plus you're getting 25% off jtrain25 is the promo code this is an exclusive deal for you guys only so go to electricfamily.com and our JTrain25 at checkout save 25%. Join the movement and look stylish while doing it at electricfamily.com. Let me just say this. Go to their website. They got some really cool stuff. I got the tank. Sun's out, guns out for summer. I got the tea. <laughs> um, I got a, a cool hat. They got. I like hats. What I like about what they do and what they have, I like wearing stuff that isn't North Face, mm-hmm. that isn't... Um, city of new york Mm -hmm. you know when you see someone in the new york city sweatshirt and you're like taurus right nerd loser not cool hooded hot dog hooded hot dog yeah (laughs) a bunch of hooded hot dogs walking around the city what i like about electric family is that they have stuff that like i wear a hat i have this i have a hat from another company that is just the design and i like that because people are like oh what's that design where'd you get it from and they have a lot of cool stuff like that they got cool sweats and hats and t-shirts it's all really cool cool stuff and great design so go to uh their website electricfamily.com go browse through it and you get 25 percent off so check out a t-shirt or something like that yeah plus summer's coming you're gonna be going to these edm shows all this stuff people are gonna know that you know what's going on yeah it's in the know clothing so electricfamily.com i'm a huge fan i i got the hat i'm gonna be wearing it out it's going to be great. 25% off JTrain25. That's your evening sexy hat. That's my evening sexy hat. All right. Yeah, well, this is stuff, if I if I could say this, this is stuff you could wear spring breaky. Totally. You know, this is like that type of look, you know? Yeah, oh, I feel definitely. Like, I feel like if you have a tattoo, it would work for you, too. A day and, or, or night, big too. Big tattoo. Sure. Uh, I can't, because then I'd go to hell. But. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can do whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, how do I convince him I just want to bang? Papa JT, love the podcast. Been listening for years. Your sage wisdom never fails to, in- fails to inspire. Enough with the nut feathering. I go to a small private musical theater college in Toronto, Canada. As you can guess, 99% of the guys at my school are gay. So I've been turned turning to Tinder to meet dudes. Oh, oh wait. A chick. Wait. 
I don't have time or interest in being in a relationship right now, but my program is very stressful and I could use a steady fuck. See, this is, I'm going to stop this email for a Because <laughs> this is what girls do. And buy a ticket to Canada. <laughs> I don't have time, but I could use a steady fuck. Right? Do you know what I mean? Just like, hearing her speak like that is exciting. It's exciting, but then there's a part of me where I'm like, I don't trust you. You don't believe her. Because she's trying to convince someone by the title. How do I convince them I just want to bang? Uh-huh. You can't convince someone you just want to bang when you're like, but this is steady, right? Like, ah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, you know, we can't have our cake and eat it to both sides. Guys ah. can't just want to fuck and never have a girlfriend. Right. And girls can't just want to fuck and say they never want a boyfriend. That's interesting. Never thought of that. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a double standard that she's looking for. Recently, I matched with a dude I went to high school with on Tinder. 777. Almost a man sound. That's right. One under. One under man sound. One under par. (laughs) (laughs) Chris claims to be an 888. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, I don't claim. You can see me. Face, body, personality. You know me. I I am for it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to endorse it. I'm for it. Uh, we never really talked in school, but I like the fact that we knew each other because I'm not super comfortable with banging randos. In the past, I've only had sex with guys I've been in a relationship with. Mm. Okay, he was looking for the same things as we as me, so we hooked up once, but never actually banged because I had my period. I texted him the next weekend to see if he actually wanted to bang, but he told me he had the flu, and I haven't heard from him since. Now I'm not sure if he's saying if him saying that was just his way out about blowing me off. I want to hook up again, but it feels desperate to text him after what happened last time. Should I give up on this dude and find someone else? Last time we hooked up, he said something about girls always wanting relationships over hookups. So I'm a little worried that he thinks I'm trying to date him. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. What do you think? Well, it's, it sounds like she wants kind of that consistent booty call thing. Yes. I'm busy. I don't want to be tied down, but I want to be able to call you mm-hmm. if and when I want. And that has a shelf life to it, right? Yes, Six, yes, eight does. weeks, three months. I mean, how long can you run with a booty call and before one or the other person starts getting weird or what are we doing? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I hear you, man. And the thing about it is she's like, she says she doesn't like random guys. Mm-hmm. And she's used to relationship sex. And I get that. The, the problem is you're now, what you have to realize is what field are you playing on? Yeah. You can't go to the soccer field and start using your hands. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I hear what she's saying. Yeah. She wants the regular fuck buddy, but then she's got all this thing of like, I'm not used to it. You have to play the game that you're looking to play. That's a good point. So I hear what she's saying. Like I, And I think she wants to do honestly wants to do what she she's saying yeah but she has to remember the game that she's getting involved yeah, she's in. wearing shin guards on the tennis court it's exactly not gonna it's not gonna work and how about your 4 a.m little call the other day what uh what's that set up what's your arrangement the the arrangement is no arrangement <laughs> i think the arrangement is that she needs to i think she has to she can't be afraid of being too much. Okay. Because all she's asking for is someone to hang out with and fuck. Right. So there's no too much. There's you being you and then him taking the bait or not. Okay. So she's really afraid of getting turned down right now. She's not afraid of what, oh, is he scared? Or what? No, 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 no. That's not, it's not his problem you're worried about. You're worried about your problem. Your problem is... How the fuck can I... Am I going to look like a fool for reaching out to him again? Yeah, yeah. No guy... Here's what I would say to all the girls. You never look like a fool for reaching out too much to hook up. No. Because a guy could never go to his friends and be like, oh, she won't fucking stop bothering me. And they're like, well, doesn't she want to fuck? Right. And then he'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, what's wrong with you, dude? Yeah, you'll know pretty... Exactly. (laughs) And she's going to know pretty quickly whether or not he's interested. So I would... If I'm her... 
you do your hangouts at at times of night that could not be confused. Right, right. You do it. You say at 11.30, hey, I'm out. And make it with any fuck buddy situation. The only reason fuck buddy exists is for no planning and no uh, owing anybody. Exactly. exactly. You don't want to owe. There's no debt in right. the... It's a debit no card. No expectation. Yes. No, yeah. you're, you're playing the debit right. card game. Right. So what you're saying is, hey, whenever I would send a fuck buddy text, guy or girl, hey, I'm doing this, having a blast. You, you tell them the fun you're having. I'm doing this. I'm going to be at this place later. Yep. You should come meet up. Yep. The ball's in their court at that point. Done. Literally. My ball <laughs> is hanging in their court. In but, their court. But I'm saying at that point, there's no confusion. You're not saying to them, hey, you don't, you're not offended if they don't show up. Right. You're, not, you're doing your thing. Come to my island where I'm partying. Now, the here's are up. the el- added element that I wonder what her expectations sure. of his behavior are beyond. Can he hook up with anyone else? Or is this a monogamous booty call? I think I think what you're doing in this case is you have to give yourself up to that possibility that it might not be. Uh-huh. That he might be with other people. But that's, the, that's what I'm talking about with the soccer field. <laughs> you show up to play soccer, you have to be aware that these things can happen to you. Yeah. And it does hurt. But then get a boyfriend. Right. Don't right. don't disguise yourself. <laughs> you know, th- nothing is worse than going to play soccer and having someone be like, "Well, this is a lacrosse game yes, now." Right. <laughs> <laughs> like why I hate that why, shit. Why'd you bring a tennis racket? <laughs> yeah, don't come to me with, oh, "I'm so cool." I'm so because I, I see a lot of that in her talk, even though I believe that exactly. she's like, where I'm saying like a lot of times with girls that I have this experience where it's like, "Yeah, we're we're fucking fucking and meet me up later," and and then you say, "Hey, can't make it tonight," and then they're like. What the fuck? Right. I thought we were going to, like, I'm having sex with you. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm kind of tired. Yeah. I'm going to go home. Yeah. And they're like, well, what, what's, what's wrong with me? And I'm like, right. no, our situation is that we meet up when it's easy for both of us and it's fun. Right. And if I don't meet up, don't go to your first assumption being that I'm going with someone else. Right. Right. How about you make your first assumption that this just didn't work for me tonight? Yeah. Just start tonight. Yeah. That's it. You J don't Tramble. owe anyone anything. And I think that's why there's a lot of studies about how millennials are having less sex than ever. Is that true? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a ton of stuff about Finally, it. Finally, I'm trendy. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it. You're killing it. I think it's because there's other sex options. Oh, really? There's more sex o- options than there ever have been. Did I you just have a heart attack? I, that's how I hiccup. <laughs> I got this Pellegrino and I'm hiccuping. And <laughs> Tell you. All over the place. I'm a new Pellegrino guy. Uh, speaking of growing Pellegrino up. Pete over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are the other options? What am I missing? Masturbation. That's not new. <laughs> but the access to masturbation is just so easy okay. now that it's like I can just go home. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I can throw on throw a beat to that. Yeah. You know. Well, it's also scientifically like if they get, if you present people with twenty options as opposed to three, yeah. they're gonna have a way hard. That's like true. you just go, oh, I There's can't make too a many choice. options. Yeah. There's the you got the bar in your pocket, Tinder, Bumble, whatever. Yeah. You got the bar in your in the other app, the texting. Yeah. And then you got the fucking fuck imaginary fuck palace back at home yeah, yeah. where you could just go wherever you want yeah so yep. and it's all yeah i talk about with chinese food chinese food in new york city fucking sucks because all you do is wonder where should i get chinese food from and then you pick a place and you're like i should have gone to the other fucking gonna- place <laughs> that's what having sex in new york is like j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with michael somerville at somerville puns gonna be at caroline's june 13th Go check them out. I'm going to be there with them. Can't wait. So fantastic. I like this email. 
I like this email because it's it's a little serious, but it's fun. It's got a little everything. I feel like you're going to be a great person for advice on this. All right. Uh, no pressure. Non-woke dad. <laughs> okay. To whom it may concern. Cue the music, man, Sam, because it's a chick email. Uh, Wait a minute. <gasps> He's not a chick. But it's about a chick. I'm not actually a chick. I'm a dude. I just like Van Halen. <laughs> Don't play the music. Fuck this All right, guy. I stopped it. But anyways, I'm a Caucasian male that recently started dating an African-American female. Ooh, getting hot. <laughs> I really like her, and I think she really likes me. But she also is a woman, and nobody ever knows what the hell, how the hell they think. But yeah, I could see this getting pretty serious, and she's already talked about meeting my family as they live in another town. My family is nice and all, but my dad is kind of like Pete Rose on Fox MLB After Show. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time before he says something offensive. <laughs> I don't think my dad is actually racist, but when he's been drinking, he has been known to make a racist joke or two. Keep in mind, he's never made these jokes in the presence of someone they could actually offend, but you never know. Obviously, it's 2017, and if you're a racist or make a racist joke, then you're a piece of shit now. But how do I handle my dad's situation? Do I give the girl a heads up beforehand? Do I just tell my uh, tell the girl my dad died and never have the meat? <laughs> I really like this girl, and I also like my dad because, you know, he's my dad. Any advice would uh, help keep up the good work on the podcast. I love this email. <laughs> That's amazing. I love this email because it has, uh, and I think it's a missing from this conversation a lot, it has a lot of empathy. Yes. You know, he's like, my dad's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's made a racist joke or two. Yeah. I've done that. You've done that. We've done that. It has, like, a lot of awareness for, right. like, he's not a bad dude, yeah. but he says shit that... If it was in front of the person he's making fun of, Not. I'd be like, I hope this person's really fucking cool. <laughs> you know? I love that it speaks about his dad like, like, like his dad's a six-year-old or something. Like <laughs> un just an uncontrolled wild card that you can't... <laughs> like yeah, what's he going to do next? What's he going to do? <laughs> he's a whirling dervish. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. What does he do? What do you think? I, th I mean, he, gotta, he knows his relationship with his dad. Can he just talk to him in advance and say, here's the deal, dad. You know yeah. you said some things. You know, Can I bring this girl around and have you behave or yeah. not? And, I, and it's going to be a noontime, like a non-drinking hour, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think. listen, we've all made jokes, white or black, you know, right. Chinese, Asian, Indian, whatever. We all make jokes in the comfort of our own home because you're around people that look like you and speak like you and you're like, okay. And then when you bring in other parties, you're like, Okay, well, maybe that's not the time or place for this joke. And time to behave. May maybe I'll rethink these jokes, which yeah. is actually a good thing. Maybe yeah. you're thinking, oh, maybe I would offend that person. I, w I don't want to do that anymore because now I know somebody. Right, right. You know, especially our dads and moms, they didn't, they ran, they, you know, travel just wasn't as easy. That's you true. You know, I, I went to school out of state. You know, back my parents' day, yeah. everyone, no one really did that. Not yeah. as much as today. You couldn't, you know, weren't going to hop a jet blue flight for 150 bucks no. to florida to go to college no. so i do understand where our parents come from where they just grew up around people that looked exactly like them so you just get used to the jokes and they don't the jokes are about people that they've never met right right so they're just making fun of a tree to them right it can, and that could be any race or background so for the dad you know he might meet this girl and be like yeah, I think I'm done with those fucking jokes. It, it could be the best thing for him. I think he, sh he should bring his dad over to her family's yes. house. <laughs> Just to her family reunion this yeah. summer at the picnic. <laughs> and see how they react to him. Give him a 40 and see what happens. Yeah. 
<laughs> Somerville might we might never bring be able to bring you around this girl. <laughs> I think what he this isn't the girlfriend's prop. No, this not is, at all. Is, but he's saying in the email, should I let her know? No, 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 no. Your dad is your dad. You love him. Your mom's your yeah. mom. You love her. They're great people. They can't wait to meet her. She, yeah. Your girlfriend doesn't have to know about the one weird joke that he made that Tuesday yeah, when he was drunk. I would hope off. so, yeah. So what you do is what you're saying. You go to the dad and you prep. You yeah. do some prep. And and it sounds like this kid kind of gets it where he's like, yeah, I, I, I get that he's not a bad person. I just want to make sure. Yeah. And you say to them, listen, I really like this girl. I, I'm going to bring her over. And then and also uh, she happens to be black. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to go, really? And, I, and you just say to them, yeah. So don't fuck this up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just look at them and and they'll know exactly what you mean. Exactly. And they, if they don't, then they're being a little ridiculous and they're, you yeah. know, lacking their own sense of awareness. Yeah, so exactly. You say to them, that joke you made last week when you had a, you know, a few too many doers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't I do like that. this girl. Yes. And your parents respect for you should reflect their respect for this girl. Yeah. And and I promise you they'll be on their best behavior. Yeah. And then you're going to get to know each other and they're going to end up not wanting to make those jokes or, or they're going to make other jokes that she's going to like. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Then they're going to be like, oh, I get the audience now. And now, yeah. Here's what's not racist and how I can Here's- poke fun at this. <laughs> And let's not underestimate the power of the mom in this scenario. Yeah, Having mom, a mom nearby to kick dad in the shins, that's usually yes. a, a powerful thing. Mom glares. Yes. Mom blowjobs. Oh. Because they won't happen anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not that they're happening ever I, any not sure how we went from <laughs> glares to that, but okay. Podcast at gmail.com. Michael Somerville, thank you for coming on. Fantastic. Thanks, man. Per, Always. Per you. I uh, love it here. At Thanks. Somerville Puns. We'll be right back with hypotheticals in the news. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Uh... Mr. Somerville, so good to have you here. Great being here, man. At Thanks. Somerville Puns, June 13th, Caroline's. Go check them out. Come on out. I'm going to be there, too. going to be an awesome show. Great I can night. promise you that. Uh, man Samp. Hey, bud. At Man Samp on Twitter and Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast, right here every Friday in the San York Labs Network. Yeah, we've been doing like two-hour episodes. Two-hour epis. Yeah, can't help it. There's too much going on. So much going on. Yeah. That's great. Uh, what is the biggest topic of conversation? Well, you know, I mean, of course, we're, you know, kind of tracking what the president is doing and, you know, uh, trying to break stuff down. We've actually been getting into, um, like, more, like, media criticism stuff recently, taking clips. Oh, I didn't like that this person said this. Is Jimmy Kimmel racist on the Oscars? You know. Who thought he was racist? Well, we... Went hard at this woman that wrote an article on Huffington Post. Oh, I thought uh, he was so good. Didn't yeah, you? he was great. Really good. Yeah. Oh, but he lifted up the Indian kid, and that possibly could have been racist. Ah, yeah. I saw that joke. Yeah, he made fun of Yulery's name, the Asian chick. So it's like we yeah, were, it's a you fucking know, weird name. Of course. So we're breaking that type of stuff. <laughs> if down we were too. in Yulery's country, they'd be like Jimmy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what the fuck, Jimbo? <laughs> yeah. Who, They'd be like, Jimmy. (laughs) You know, like, come on. What are we talking about? That's a great impression, by the way. Thank you. Toots Breach. J Train, love the show. Been listening since the Jamie Lee days. Jamie Lee, we got to get her back here. I got to figure out a way. She's so busy. I got to get her back 
on the show to see what it's become. She used yeah. to be on all the time. Yeah, that's not... right before my time. I never right met her. Before... Oh, this is crazy. Right. Two ships passing in the night. Yeah. I find myself laughing my ass off to myself in the car all the time as I travel for my job, keep up the good work. Fine, I'll put away my nut-stroking feather. Here's one. Would you rather... Every time you have sex, you have farts that don't have any smell at all. They're just really well-spoken textbook rips every couple of minutes. That's hilarious. Like, so the sound of farts, With but no smell. No smell. During, during sex. sex. I've always thought, like getting while getting a blowjob, how funny it would be if I accidentally farted. That's like a, a funny thought I always have. Like, what if that happened right now? Really? Yeah. Or every time you have sex, you have silent farts that smell terrible. Those ones you have to awkwardly pretend you didn't let out. Let's hear it. Smelly farts with no sound or farts with no smell during sex. What do you do? You got to go. You got to go sound. No smell. Sound, no smell. I think so. Otherwise, you kill the room's just dead, right? Yeah. I mean. You can't have that. Yeah, I completely agree. You got to go sound because it's avoidable. And you can you can do it in two ways. Hey, I got this fun new trick. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, you can play it off. Or there's the other way of playing it off is you turn up music. I was say, you just you try to know. shout over it. Yeah. Hey, I really like playing. I I I, 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 I Yo, I really like uh, having sex to disturbed. Right. <laughs> Why don't you get in this bed? <laughs> or put Porky's on TV where they actually do fart a lot in the yeah, movies. Yeah, so it's just farty all movies. Dolby sound. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do this one. And I would like to just point out that I just answered, too. Because every time I leave this podcast, I always kick myself. I go, I take those what if for weather mm. way too seriously. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I want more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realize, what was I doing? just got to go with it. Yeah, trying to analyze this question. Yeah, this no, is, we're proud of you. You did great with that. Yeah, we, I just answered. You think, you think we live in the real world here? <laughs> Come on. If you could have one window of your home overlook any view without changing the location of your home, what would you choose? Sexy neighbor, mountain landscape, the White House, etc. One view you look at out of that window. Mm. I, I, I'm an ocean guy. I'm a water guy. I would do like just like the sun and the ocean or something. Yeah. 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 You'd be very popular, especially if you lived in Oklahoma or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're in the middle of the country, but he's got the ocean out his yeah, window. Yeah, the ocean really sounds... What do you think? I'm about to blow your mind. You ready for this? For I want to see Earth from space. Oh! Oh, oh wow. Kaboom! Yeah. See, nothing's real. <laughs> Nothing is real. Earth from space. Yeah. Get That's some perspective. Amazing. Right? Yeah. Morning coffee. Exactly. I'll say this. If I, and I here's how I'm assuming this to work, that you also get the open, the open window experience of it too. Oh wow! Oh, sure. Yeah. So like you get the whole window experience, and I would take uh, Southern California Beach. Yeah. Like a SoCal because it's breezy. That breeze, that ocean air, the ocean air, yeah. and it's like you got the the ding dong, you know, like that oh, that whole thing. Yeah. And you never have to have the AC on. No, that That's, constant. Yeah, yeah, that, he's screwed because uh, yeah, I'm getting sucked out the window. Sucked yeah, out the you're, window. You're, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, but I remember visiting my buddies. I used to have buddies that lived in Manhattan Beach. Most of Manhattan. Oh yep. my god, That's exactly what I was thinking when I answered. Yeah, yeah, like, and that those like they don't even like I put on AC the whole year. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sweating at night, mm -hmm. sweating in the morning, cold, hot, cold. There, 
Windows up. You have the best sleeps. It's the, it's the most amazing sleep, isn't it? Of your life. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, that's the one thing I was always very jealous yeah, of. Yeah. That ocean air is coming in. Oh, oh, the best. It was Out. so nice. Yeah. I like that. Let's do, uh, let's do a news item. Thank you. Uh, yeah, let's do it. So this one fits into what we were talking about today. Roughly 30% of U.S. students will tap into their growing pile of college debt to pay, their, to pay for their spring break trip, according to Lend.edu. <laughs> Wait, repeat that. According to Lend Edu, it's a you know a, a company. They say roughly thirty percent of U.S. students will use. They'll take a loan essentially to go on spring break. I, it's one wow. of those stories that you hear and you're like, "This is ridiculous," and then you think about it, you're like, "No, it's not there." I had a buddy who got a job. <laughs> I had a buddy in college who was like gonna get a job, and he like started working at Subway uh, to you know get some extra cash in his pocket, and he was like slave you know not slaving away but like he was at subway you know doing this job and he hated it and he kept missing out on like day parties and all this stuff and he was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna take out a loan really and he took out a loan uh to just have spending money wow at college it was i i guess like i think you can do that of some sort yeah of course but he was like you know what i'm gonna work hard at school i'm gonna get all a's and i'm gonna have this money i'm gonna get a job and you know we're here to invest in our future like College so is, is the problem with how we've marketed colleges, especially to me when I was in high school, was that you oh you just go yeah you know everyone should go to college it was kind of considered a right right which I, it's a right to be able to go and use it but it's not I don't think anywhere everyone should go right it's Definitely not for not. everyone there's no. not the right opportunity especially if the money doesn't work out but if you go to college and take it as a fucking joke and then you have these. You know, you forget the investment side of it. Right. You are the business. You are what you're investing in when you put this much money because it is so expensive. Yep. So, you know, in his mind, he was like, listen, I'm doing well in school. I'm going to make this money back based on this education I'm getting. Right. And he went and got all this money for. And I, I but you have to if you do something like that, like I get it. You're like, yeah, I'm investing my spring break. You're paying for that spring break when you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, right. And but listen, I just told the story about El Poblito and I'm 32. <laughs> so uh, if, if you're, you're going to do paying it paying in a different way, but I'm paying in a different way yeah. for the little Pueblo. Yeah. But I'm saying, well, the I'm still telling. So is it worth it? I just told a story from 10 years ago. Yeah. So I maybe it is. You're only going to be young once. I think you're right. I mean, you don't want to mortgage a $100,000 house. No, or you, you know, but, you're not yeah. going to med school. But if you took a $5,000 loan, a $5,000 loan at rates that you can get it like through like a, like a government loan agency, right. like that's great. Yeah, you're you, going to make $5,000 yeah. hopefully in your life. In your life, you would, <laughs> you would hope. But I, 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 I hear that story. Like I, I, yeah. It makes more sense to me when you see it lived. Then the like, because what happens with these stories is like, look at these idiot kids. They don't even take out money for you know yeah, whatever. Taking it's out like, a loan to go drink on the beach. Drink on the beach, but yeah. in reality, you're taking a vacation. Think of it as a vacation you wouldn't have taken when you're 30. Absolutely. (laughs) And you can't. can't Be the creepy 35-year-old showing up at spring break because now you have money. You literally can't. So like, if anyone is out there being like, I kind of want to do that, I'd be like, yeah, fucking do it. I always always love that expression, money grows back, but time and experiences don't. Mm. And I was like, I love that. Money, you know, don't be an idiot, but you can always make more money. But it's also, you have to, when you do these things, and I always think of my friend with like the subway and taking the loan, like... It, the, the payment comes in somewhere else. Yeah. You don't 
you you got you don't take from Peter to pay Piper, isn't that like the saying or whatever? You rob Peter to pay, pay Paul. Way back to the foreskin. What else? Yeah, hooded, uh, hooded dick meat. Oh, of the dick in the meat. I don't know. That's I, that's Just know <laughs> the meat, the, the meats and the dicks and the jello pudding. Gonna get you some dick hood on the dick hood. <laughs> This, this is your he's gonna open for you right? yeah this is, this is my new bit man yeah we canceled that show did get, i mention that get the hood <laughs> on the dick and you bring an african-american home and you don't know what to say to the papa bear jeez <laughs> that, that changed that accent changed way a lot <laughs> have you guys ever done that like tried, like gone on stage with the intention of like i'm just gonna do any like whatever and, i want like if i bomb i bomb but it's just every night. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, like specific, like knowing, like oh, this Cosby stupid thing that I'm doing. Like, would you uh, ever go I, mean, I never out? did. I got into impressions. I, I don't never, have the yeah. nerve. I never done. Yeah, to get in, up and do an impression. I'm so desperate for acceptance. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I could, I could. The thing about an impression comics is you watch them and it's like they're playing a different game. Yeah. They they literally are doing magic on stage. Right. Like you see people's days change. Last night I watched. Uh, and I don't know, this guy isn't even an impressionist comic. I've been trying to get him on the podcast forever. Godfrey yeah. does so many impressions. Yeah, yeah, he does. And, and But he doesn't do it all the time. Yeah. And I watched him last night, and he did a whole bit where he was, um, oh, who was it? He did. He went from, like, one character, and then, like, all of a sudden he was doing Trump. Okay. And they fucking, like, they were like, oh. Ah, they, does he do like, a good Trump? Great Trump. Wow. A great Trump, and he and it killed, and he ended on that like it was wow. clo- it was like his closer for that set. But you're watching him go from one impression to the next, and when you can get two people that you never would have had in the room together speaking to each other, yeah. you're like, oh, this is a talent that yeah. is unbelievable. You know, yeah. it is a magic trick. Yeah, yeah. But that's, I don't know. So that's funny, and I wouldn't think of him as an impressionist. That's you know? what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's the guy who I'm like, oh, he does big bits and yeah. funny and whatever. But then you're like. Oh my God! He just did. Oh, it was Bane. <laughs> he did a Bane impression. Wow! And then all of a sudden he's doing a Trump impression. It was great. Wow! But I, I, I don't. I hope I didn't ruin it. I don't think I ruined. It, but I'm no. But that was the thing. Like Trump's uh, inaugural address, he took a yeah, line from The he, Dark Knight. It kind of started that way, but then you didn't expect him to have such a good Trump. Yeah, and yeah. it was so good that you're like, you just see, you see it in people's eyes. That's in it because I always, I, I Jay Farrow. Who, uh, from SNL, I've seen him on stage a bunch, and like, you know, Jay will go up and he'll start with his act, and then all of a sudden you'll see him going to impression. Boom, their their day has changed. And then uh, Rob McNaughty, yeah, yeah, he does impressions, yeah. and you watch him, and you're like, oh, like this is not even. We're not even playing. It's chess and checkers. <laughs> yeah, it's different. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally different. Yeah. Um, but listen, let me do one. This is a shout out that got. I'm, I'm just picking out the top. Thank you for bringing the news, man. Oh, of Samp, course, man. At Mansamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday. Michael Somerville, you're the best, man. Thank OKP, you. OKP, uh, original key player. Great <laughs> to have you back. Uh, I, I feel so cool now. You're in the club. Uh, Somerville Puns, S O M E R V I L L E Puns on Twitter. Uh, go check them out. So funny. June 13th, Caroline's. I'll be there. It's going to be a blast. And this is from a female listener. Hey, Jared, chick email. Cue the music. God damn it. It won't play it. There we go. I found... I found your podcast through the Betches and have become addicted. 
Thanks to you, Mansamp, and esteemed guests for keeping me sane during my commute to South Philly each day. I've gotten my boyfriend and all his bros to listen and subscribe as well. Thank you. And we can't wait to see big things you do in the future. That means a lot. Thank you, guys. I also graduated from Penn State and have helped start Minithon at the high school I teach at. Can you please shout out... Uh... So I guess she wants this right on the air. Sure, yeah. yeah. Can you please shout out Newman Goretti Minithon? And possibly post the link below on your Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, I'll absolutely do this. And even if it doesn't make it in the podcast, uh, thanks for all the laughs. Thanks. Um, yo, thank you for writing in. Thank you for enjoying. Um, I am a Penn Stater. We did. I, uh, I was. <laughs> have I talked about it? Thon is like the largest student-run philanthropy in the country. Uh huh. It's huge. They raised. I think they raised over ten million this year. Wow. It's for kids with cancer. Oh, wow. And it was started, it's a Greek, it started as a Greek thing, and now it's the whole school. All right. And people dance marathon for 48 hours or whatever. Wow. I was, <laughs> I I did thon, okay? I, let me say that, okay? <laughs> but I was a pain in the ass to thon people. <laughs> thon is one weekend a year, and it's like in February, and I used to, I you have dancers that were like elected, and it was like a big deal to be elected, and then people work in it, there's all these different crews or whatever, and I and then you do these canning weekends. So you go away with your fraternity and a sorority that you were matched up with, and you basically go to some guy's or girl's house and get drunk in their parents' house, and then <laughs> in the morning you wake up hungover and go out by the road and ask for money. Okay. For thon. All right. So I was known as not the best canner in the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I get, but I'll do anything I can now. I mean, then I I did. My thing on it, and I think this with most charities, anything you can do is more than if you'd done nothing at all. True. So I <laughs> so I used to say... Well, you really weren't good, were you? <laughs> that was very bad. I, I, I would show up, like because Thon was all night, so I'd show up after the bars. I'd be like, let's go to Thon and hang with the people. And then I'd just go there and eat all their food and shit. And they're like, dude, what are you doing? What are you, and, but helping I, the kids. Helping. I'm around. I'm morale. I'm here to give you a laugh. So, but I used to say if I, people would can for like, you go to these houses. I don't know if I told this story. I, I you mentioned it on the show again. We went to this one girl's house. I'll never forget it. My theory was if I gain a penny for Thon, I've done my job. Yeah. A penny. Like, because I've like, it would if I didn't do that, their penny wouldn't have existed. That's so, true. And I, listen. <laughs> Even if you ate a hundred dollars worth of food. Yeah. <laughs> but the parents put you up and I don't judge how- That money some, was already spent. I don't I mean. like, I don't judge how other people do their charity work. I won't <laughs> expect you to judge how I do my charity work. This is so, my style. <laughs> so I go on this Thon trip and it's my first year on a Thon canning trip. So you'd go with like older guys and girls from the fraternity and sorority that you were like matched up with. So like these were guys in my house that I did, didn't really know I was pledging at the time. <laughs> so there were like eight dudes and eight chicks. And we stayed at this girl's house in the middle of Pennsylvania. And they got the like, it's like Friday night lights to me. Like, you know, like <laughs> it's just a little Pennsylvania town and we're going to go and collect the money. And like, I was like, to me, I'm like, I don't have connection to it. Cause I'm from Boston. Like we didn't do that back home. Yeah. And I never heard of it. Like, if you grew up in Pennsylvania, you see canners out every year. So okay. you're like, oh, when I go to Penn State, I'm going to do that. Right. To me, I didn't really have that connection, but like, I'm, ha I'm there. I get it. Kids right. with cancer, you want to help. So I'll never forget this. This girl was so into canning. You could tell she like really fucking wanted to raise the most money. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, it's freezing out. 
I don't want to go outside all day. I thought we were drinking and right. you know the mom's got hot cocoa waiting. <laughs> so I was like, let's do, you know, we'll do what we do, but like, I mean, come on, let's not be ridiculous. You know, I don't want to get cold. So <laughs> I sound horrible. So we go out and we go and they're like, this girl was just being such a bitch the whole weekend. She was just being, she was like yelling at us and like, we have to, we're already an hour late and it's 6 a.m. We should have been out of here at 5 a.m. And, and again, back to my theory, like I'm doing the best I can and we're doing a nice thing no matter what. Right. So I, so I remember she's like, you guys are here and this car will be at this corner until six o'clock at night. And she just was being, you could tell that we could really fucking annoy her. <laughs> so I, I was like, so we're out there for like a couple hours. We're not getting any money. I'm doing my best. And I look at everyone in my crew with the car and I'm like, yo, let's go get a coffee or something. Let's just go that Krispy Kreme <laughs> right around the corner. And they're like, I don't know, Jared. We maybe, And you know, now I'm like, I could see the, the Krispy Kreme in their eye. I'm like, well, come <laughs> on, let's go get some Krispy Kreme. So we go to Krispy Kreme and we're all sitting there and we know we're being bad because we know how mad this girl was getting. And I know we're running along. So, well, just a, a second. And I, I go, uh, and I'm sitting there with everybody and we're warm and not cold anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, let's go get the rest of the crew, some Krispy Kreme. Like we'll go get back in the car and we'll drive it out there. And we go and they're like, yeah, that seems like, and I and I was like, I go get a hat. You know how they have those hats at Krispy Kreme? Yeah. I get a hat and I put frosting all over my face. <laughs> and, and I remember we pulled up to the crew, this girl and all these people who are out canning and they're freezing cold and they're trying to collect money. And I roll down the back window. I'm like, Hey guys, there wasn't anyone on our side. And I got all the cream on my face and the hat on. And I go, we couldn't find any money out there. And this girl goes, get the fuck back there. <laughs> Starts freaking out. And I'm, I got, and I'm like, no, 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 we got you stuff. And like, she did not think it was funny at, at all. all. And the rest of the weekend was so awkward. Cause she's like, cause now I'm not, I'm the guy who doesn't like kids with cancer. Like if I, like an asshole like of course like you know like oh, so geez. so i will do whatever i can to make up for the nine hours <laughs> the 10th hour i didn't do she's doing a mini thon at her school and if you can give uh it'll be on my twitter uh and my facebook page i'm facebook.com slash jtrain56 uh but shout out to this girl and her friends and the newman goretti mini thon and i'll tweet out the link right now nice um, so you're a good person. I can. Try, I, I try my best. That's all we can ask of people. <laughs> Michael Somerville, thank you again. Cheers. Thanks for having me. At Somerville Puns. Uh, Mansamp, thank you. At Mansamp, I'm Jared Freed. JTrain56 on all platforms. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!